0: Hello and welcome to the Carbitrage Podcast, episode 184. I am Eric Berger, joined as always by my co-host, Ryan Sinitsky. Hello. Smashing. Okay, Basil. Basil Houndstooth, or whatever the hell your British name might be.
1: That'd be Nigel Thornberry. He said smashing.
0: Smashing. Well, he did. Smashing. Your nose isn't nearly enough to be a Nigel.
1: Yeah, I w- Nigel knows would be
0: awesome. Maybe someday you will
1: get that. Like you. Nigel, a Nigel Schnoz and that kind of mustache, boy howdy. Anyway, hopping right <laughs> into it,
0: let's cover beer. I am having a Polliner Munchen Grapefruit Radler. Fine, I love these, but I recently found out they're less than three percent alcohol, and that makes me sad.
1: I'm drinking a Pollener real beer, which is original Munich Lager.
0: Very fine. Uh, at, it is delicious. Is it's a good, a good beer.
1: It is w- not warm, so I don't have the real flavor, but it's good. How about a nice warm lager?
0: <laughs> would you, what, what do they call it, a cask? Would you like a cask?
1: Actually, I'm not going to lie. That would mm-hmm. actually taste deep, pretty good warm. Like, just the flavor profile is obviously designed to taste okay
0: warm. As long as you can make your teeth worse, I think that could be passable. Probably. Yeah. Now, um, it is delicious, though. I'm glad you enjoyed ta- it. We
1: need to talk about Patreon and the well, fact yeah. that
0: Dylan is here. Don't, yeah, well, let me do Patreon first. <laughs> then the Dylan's here. Nah, Head on over to <laughs> patreon.com forward slash carbitrage. Patreon is a direct support mechanism for content consumers like you to support content producers like us. Head on over to our personalized page at patreon.com forward slash carbitrage On this page, you will find two open-ended levels of support that help us pay for beer and hosting costs and also get you some neat swag. Patreon.com forward slash carbitrage
1: So, Dylan, our episode from the next episode. From the future. Our, our guest from the future has <laughs> some of our swag. He's got a podcast koozie.
2: Podcast. One of the... Plods, podcast it's a podcast <laughs> podcast i dropped it i mean yeah you, you could mispronounce
0: it however they misspelled it but <laughs> yes he's here in the future because of reasons and uh welcome to the podcast Don't welcome go. to
2: the podcast from the future thank you for having me in the past
0: yes nope, no problem we are in the future glad to be here with the you. past which is the future yeah the future is the, the, past. Ci-
1: the cybernetic ghost from christmas past
0: it's basically just cyberdyne systems yes
1: now, I do have to make a correction to our actual last episode, episode 183. Okay. Um, I mentioned the uh, Mazda, or the Aria Mimia Mazda Shantas. Um, you did indeed. Yes. I mentioned that it was a 200-mile-an-hour car. Is was only 150-mile-an-hour car.
0: Wow. I would feel like I've been robbed in the yes Yes, of,
1: of your, like,
0: 165-series radial stocks. tire.
1: <laughs> radial <laughs> tire still going way faster than is any business ever going. It would still be just as terrifying. So... And it also... I'm speechless. It did also have over 260 horsepower, though.
0: That is correct. But good. I'm glad you only had one incorrect fact. Yeah,
1: only one incorrect Actually, fact. Actually,
0: we could offer it as alternative facts, which it, would mm-hmm. be marketed as fake news these days. Yes. Is, I
1: mean, it, it, so... If, that's if, still news. If, you're, if you don't believe in masks, then believe it's a 200-mile-an-hour car. Perfect. If you are the sort of person that graduated high school, then believe it's a 150-mile-per-hour car.
0: Yes, the correction is actually the truth. But yes. if you believe in alternative facts, then two hundred is just fine.
1: Yeah, there we go. Now I believe it's time for your topic. <laughs> the first topic.
0: I'll take that as a segue. Sure, why not? So <laughs> yours. <laughs> we've talked at great length about the ID Buzz, the thing that Scott has pre-ordered, which is going to be based on Volkswagen's MEB platform. They have started production as of last August with the ID three, which in Europe is a golf replacement, essentially a small yeah. hatchback, pretty great car, rear-wheel drive, pretty reasonable mileage with about a 60 kilowatt hour battery pack. Great. Awesome. Let's visit that. The first one we get in the States is called the four. And if you had guessed that, it kind of goes along with the number of doors, which means it's a CUV, because of course it's not going to be a sedan. Hooray. So... Here it is on the screen. You can see why don't the they just ID. call it the Electric Rabbit? I, I believe the Travel Rabbit is something probably
2: gets sued by Energizer
0: or the company that makes the Travel <laughs> Rabbit, which is a, a personal pleasure yes. device. Oh, uh. <laughs> yes, that was the reference. Okay, yeah, <laughs> but it's remote controlled. It's just great for travel. So uh, the ID Four, it's a <laughs> CUV, which sure. is. I apologize. I apologize. That is that's just fine. Th- um, that
1: that is how I feel about that car. It's so <laughs> unimportant. I'll just. But let, let me it get just illustrate,
0: like, why this is still not entirely terrible. So it a it's rear wheel drive. Yes. So when that was the last time you saw a rear wheel drive CUV? Like the first gen BMW X1. Like that's the only thing that comes to mind. Um, yeah,
2: the Bronco, the Bronco Two.
0: It's not a CUV. I you know. know what about what
1: about the Lamborghini <laughs> Anus? Uh, that's all. All wheel drive. Around. The Maserati Levante.
0: All-wheel drive.
2: So is this solely rear-wheel drive? There's no it all-wheel drive option? correct. The, the, Interesting. The Porsche Macaroon.
0: That's not a CUV. It kind of is. The, the, ma- the, the, ma- the, the Macon? Oh, the Macon. That's yeah, not
1: rear-wheel
0: drive.
1: The Macaroon. It's a rear-wheel drive platform. It's a Porsche Macon.
2: <clears throat> so it, re- it is a rear-wheel drive platform, correct? That has a no. flat-six, not a V-six? No, it's got a V-six. Oh, never mind. It's probably It's transfers. based loosely on a Q5. Garbage. Yeah,
0: it's trash. So, anyway, this is the oh, only rear-wheel drive It's CUV, all a bit rubbish. Yeah. Except for the X1, which is based on the E93 series. So, a little bit of a letdown on power. It's got basically Chevy bolt a, power. a lot of a letdown on the CV. 200 horsepower, that's it. Oh. Okay. And it's heavy. But $40,000 base price. These are still <laughs> these are still fully eligible for the $7,500 tax credit. Okay. So, $32,500 for a brand new, and the first editions are fully freaking loaded. And they're already sold out. So, like, these at least are popular enough, but this will be our first taste in the United States of the MEB platform, which will underpin a lot of shit going forward. This
1: sounds really terrible.
0: So yeah, don't buy one because it's a CUV, but like, I'm just talking about its specs and then what that means for hopefully bringing the buzz in a little bit sooner. I think that's good, but it, like like bump up the power for sake. I mean, it's only 200 horsepower. I drove a bolt down at uh, fully charged live in February and it was fine, but that was 500 pounds lighter than this. I'm curious about
2: the um, – so when they – when you're trying to make, like, an electric vehicle or a hypermiling car, you want very narrow tires. But yeah. being solely available as rear-wheel drive and with a lot of, a lot of relative torque at low RPM or mm-hmm. low wheel speed, Yeah. you'd think they'd want to offset that by putting a
0: wider tire on it.
2: So either it's going to, like... Oh, they, it's going to be a bit shit. They have to accept a detriment one way or the other. They
0: artificially limit torque. It's very oh, common yeah. on all two-wheel drive EVs. Even on my car, which is all-wheel sure. drive, they still cut it until you hit a certain speed. I forget speed. about that. Um, and it's seamless, but it's also annoying, because yeah. I would rather light up the tires, and there's no option Exactly. For that. That was my next question. Burnouts. Some can, some can't. My brother's Nero, when he had it, like, it's 230 horsepower, and, yeah, if you hit the button, it's... Does he still have
1: that, or did they buy it back?
0: I uh, I think he's he's getting paid out to keep it, as far as I understand. (laughs) We're going to have him on for an entire episode when this is all done. (laughs) The motor is incoming from New Jersey right now, apparently. They have finally diagnosed it. The Kia Nero, the little sub subcompact, the EV one, yeah. So he bought it out of the PNW, shipped it here, drove it for 500 miles, and was like, "This is making the motor noise," (laughs) which is really common on all 2019s. They just didn't vet the motor before they put it into production. And it's a long story, so we'll get into that. But I need to cover EV shit because like these for daily drivers are just a no-brainer. Like having fun, stupid, broken gas vehicles is awesome. I will always have them. But being able to go from A to B without any question or concern is I'm, really I'm nice. I'm not
1: going to lie. Um, I kind of want to get a Mitsubishi Mayev and put on a Mitsuoka-like front end.
0: Like the Orishi front end?
1: No, Mitsuoka made a version. If you look up Mitsuoka-like, M-I-T-S-U-O-U-K-A.
0: I know how to spell Mitsuoka, but how do you spell the model? Like oh okay, like. I thought it was gonna be like L E Y G. No, it's called the Mitsuoka Like. Oh God, I think that'd
1: be kind of cool on an IMI. It's a super easy swap.
0: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Would you hop it up like one of the Australian ones? Yes,
1: absolutely. In Australia, they've been inundated with these cars. Sure. And so what people have discovered Quad is if projectors. you put in, if you put in like custom battery kits and stuff, like now people are hot rodding. I I, I was in australia and like the, while they're still like not super fast they're still enough to like upset people with like like stock holding Commodores. sure so it's still enough to like upset somebody with a muscle car from a drag or from, or from like a stoplight drive
2: i can see the appeal in that
1: yeah it, it sounds hilarious cannot and see it's the appeal draft. in that
2: front end though and it's a, well
1: if you look at the normal <laughs>
0: well, front it's end, a
2: mitsuoka
1: look so, at the normal front end of the mitsubishi iamayev and it makes sense <laughs> this is better it yes, is okay. It is better than the normal IMIEv because
0: not good, but it is better. It is better, yes. So
1: And also I think like all in that whole project might cost me maybe five grand. So True. IMIEVs yeah, are worthless. You can pick so, one up in the threes.
0: Yeah. No, if you want the cheapest driving EV in the country that supports J one seven seven two charging, mm-hmm. get yourself an IMIEV.
1: Yeah, I think it's the top tip. And actually it's a super cool JDMK car. Like if yeah, you're
0: if you travel less than thirty five miles a day, just phew, Go for
1: it. And that's what I'd be using it
0: for. Is I'd be using it for, like, driving to the
1: Cub Foods and the Target, which are about 10 minutes away, which is across the street. But I've got the stupid light rail on the way. So it's about 10 minutes I away. like the light rail. I know, but the thing is is, it, is it screws up the lights because what it'll do is the light will change to allow one car to turn left. Yep. If the trains are, like, even, like, a few seconds off schedule, because the lights are scheduled with tr- yep. when the trains yep. should be running. Sure. And then when what they're actually running is different – so what you'll get is it will be turning left to go southbound on Snelling from westbound University, which is how I get on the highway. And it will let one car through. The trains will come through. The trains will be mistimed. It will let everybody else in the world go through. And it will literally take you five minutes to get through this light. And if there's more than five cars, you're better off just driving down to Vandalia and then cutting across. Hmm. Yeah, it's awful.
2: Sounds like ye olde trains. You know, they used to call them trains in Mankato. Hmm.
1: Yeah, you know, I really wish that we had, like, a subway system. That would be cool. Then I wouldn't have to deal with this.
0: Yeah, that hasn't made it over to the east side yet, really. I mean, it goes to downtown, but even to take the green line, I'm just like, well, I still have to walk or drive to it.
1: You don't have to deal with the green line. I've got the green line right in my backyard. However, I know exactly when, like, it's like a timer because I hear the train horns. It's pretty nice, actually. I kind of like that. So, I still love my it's house.
0: It's soothing. It's soothing. <laughs> I love my
1: house. I got a pet possum in my backyard now, so I'm thrilled.
0: So, <laughs> I've got nothing. We'll call it an honorary pet. <laughs> <at I've, laughs> I've,
1: I have nothing
2: to complain about. Comrade possum.
0: Anyway. Comrade. So, speaking of
1: bucking the trend, with me being the one person in St. Paul, it doesn't look like light rail, at least for timing. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. The light rail is great, because I can like go to the farmer's market without turning on my car. Um Speaking of bucking the trend, though, did you know the Corvair is actually not depreciating like every other American muscle car or American car from the 1960s period?
0: I honestly never paid close enough attention, even though, like, my uncle's first car was a Corvair and he was shopping for one a while ago. We found one. I have not paid attention to the pricing over time.
1: Yeah, I, so I was writing a Corvair for Bring a Trailer. Now, I looked at our graph and noticed that they're actually appreciating a little bit. Well, if you look they're at our, interesting. Yes. Yeah, they're really cool Very. cars. So, if you actually bring up the graph on com Well,
0: I'll bring up the link you had.
1: Which, if you scroll down,
2: there's a graph.
0: I always forget about the wagons. Mm-hmm. There we go.
1: But if you look oh, at yeah. that, there is a slight upward trend mm-hmm. after initially depreciating at the beginning of brand trailer. God, these are
0: all over the place.
1: <laughs> yeah, well I mean it's all about the quality. But if you actually look at that graph as you're getting your higher priced ones, like you're really... Well, I mean
0: sixty eight and newer is gonna bring you more money. Getting a four carb or a monza or a turbo is gonna bring you more exactly. money. Getting an odd body is gonna make you more money. It, so... And that's
1: exactly it. And so like the car I wrote was a four carb Monza.
0: Yeah, my uncle was so, a sixty eight four carb Monza convertible. This speed. one's
1: a 4 car Monza coupe with factory air conditioner equipped. It doesn't work, but it's equipped uh, And yeah. a manual transmission, but it needs like restoration. Hmm. So, but Is it's it like this it's one running right here. Yeah, it's that <laughs> one. It's a top one. It's a cool car. '65 like, though. Sorry, '65. But I mean like it's got it, actually the '65, it was I think the it's '67 they got rid of the factory air conditioning option.
0: Oh, interesting. So yeah. even though you got the better quote-unquote suspension you didn't get ac
1: yeah so hmm. you could actually for the first few years of the second generation you can get the better suspension like this car has with the air conditioner so this one's actually the one you want it's a 65 because hmm. you have the better suspension you got the air conditioner you have the cool interior and everything
0: uh, that's a coupe which yeah, is worth a, a bit more than the convertible and
1: and this one needs some restoration what's it out right now i think it's at like 2700 bucks yeah so i mean this one i don't know what's in close at but i mean like right now like it's definitely in an affordable place. I, I think it'll, it'll obviously go up from here because, you know, like, Branch Hill are usually like. <laughs> what is that
0: intake? <laughs> oh, it's Dude. A twin horn, but you're seeing underneath it it's got a four-spider. Oh, it's a, it's sure. a
1: spider four-carb intake. It's, that's why I, that's a thought, too. I go, whoa, that's cool. And I looked, and I'm like, oh, it's a like four-carb. Yeah.
2: The guy didn't like wow.
1: His submission did not tell me What anything. do they have
2: for carburetors? Like Weber? Strombergs. Strombergs? Yeah, okay.
1: just some Stromberg downdrafts. It's a really cool
0: setup. Let's yeah, these have. are arguably more valuable than the turbos so
1: yeah and that's the thing it's like this one's actually i mean it, it's it needs work but i mean if you're looking for a good corvair that you can make some money on this car is like primo for that but yeah when i found out that they're kind of like slowly appreciating i think it's kind of cool because it's one of those things where it's like it's more livable and more reliable than a Volkswagen of the era, but you still yes. get that kind of air-cooled, right. fun car to and drive And it has in.
0: a better number of cylinders.
1: That is true. Yeah. And it's also not a Porsche. Correct. Yeah. So, I thought that that was a really cool little trend that I found.
0: I have this an interesting is... little Corvair factoid to inject from this past week. Ooh. I visited with my maternal grandmother to look through a scrapbook to see if she had any photos of my grandfather, who is now deceased. He built, in the late 1990s, a custom car built on a Corvair wagon called the Futura, which, by weird methods and mechanisms, Wayne Carini now owns and will be restoring. Very cool. And he asked us personally for photos to see if we had any from the build and or with him by the car. We do not. They were all in a large binder that was originally sold with the car and then lost. Um, But we had one good non-digital photo <laughs> of the car in the driveway anyway from 98 so i had that scanned in and uh, i had, at least had some other photos of my uh, grandfather by some other cars but yeah I, I like corvair is like i've been intimately That's super familiar cool with the future yeah. yeah it's like it, it's like a Greenbrier, but like lowered he based it on the waimea concept
1: yeah, that's the man right there. I see it. I get it. That's super cool. Yeah, let's say like a Greenbrier.
0: So I like, grew up with my grandfather building this car.
1: That's super duper cool. I see why Wayne Carini's all about it.
0: Because, yeah, it's got like... He hates it because it doesn't conform to any like car show specifications, but he loves it because of its quirkiness.
1: Yeah, th- this is totally... Like, so anyway, a,
0: this is based on a, a Corvair wagon, loosely, and it's got like a ford glass top front section and it's
1: got sideways mounted it looks like pontiac you, headlights Pontiac headlights. yep so it, it's got the uh, the upright pontiac headlights um, but it's
0: it's a weird car,
1: also man. another car that i'm listing right now is a 65 grand prix which is
0: probably has the same headlights the, that's why i noticed those headlights i like those are 65 grand prix headlights <laughs> yep yeah i remember he took forever to find the bezels for that but anyway it's weird that corvairs are popular this week because yeah that, that's
1: a very very cool car and there's Wayne Carini. God, Wayne Carini's so short.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a nice guy, though. Both Blake, my uncle, and I have talked to him a little bit because we would love to have the car back, obviously, but Well will see. Fun
1: fact, Wayne Carini is the person that I attribute most of my interest in classic cars over performance stuff.
0: Yeah, that it was, makes
1: perfect sense. It was kind of watching Chasing Classic Cars like 10 years ago that like, really like started to turn me from like the you know, whole import. Right, You're to see the
0: quirks of the old cars. Like, wow, I'm like, way cooler. This is like
1: way cooler than a lowered IS you know, 300 with like <laughs> stance wheels. Like <laughs> this is way cooler. And, wheels um, are not a build. <clears throat> yeah. And so, yeah, it was actually chasing classic cars and Wayne Carini that uh, got me like really interested in the stuff and uh, helped uh, kind of refoster my love for pre-war stuff. So, Wayne's a nice guy. You.
0: He bought uh, my boss's Dino in 2014. I, I guess
1: I only mentioned the word pre-war, but <laughs> <laughs> Dylan was so excited for that bell. I saw him reaching for it. He just, that bell. just barely couldn't reach it.
2: Hit me with that I love the bell. phrasing also of, he's so short, but he's a nice guy. <laughs> As though the general rule... <laughs> I mean, the <laughs> Napoleon complex.
1: <laughs> I mean, so many short people just Hot take. <laughs> like, <laughs> T.I.L. Short people are angry. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Like, I love my friend Isaac, but he's like five feet tall, and he's always mad. <laughs> i have no comment really like, i just, just i got every, nothing everybody knows like short just like angry everybody knows
0: they're all like, about to spit some they're, universal they're fruit all, here <laughs> they're,
1: they're all like Gimli from the just from, my like, <laughs> from like the lord of the rings they're just like <laughs> like great friends and they're always just so salty <laughs> i'm salty i'm not that short I guess, like, salt, like, sinks to the bottom.
0: The sediment sinks to the bottom. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Especially when the water evaporates. Whoa. Oh, there and we go. And know it. with me. Dehydration. There you go. <laughs> uh, Next time
2: on Carpetrage, eugenics.
0: <laughs> so I want to talk about... <laughs> I can't segue on that. <laughs> I want to talk about General Motors and their lack of cars. Well, <laughs> yes. So we talked about this yeah. at great length. GM pulled a Ford. They essentially Mm -hmm. abandoned all of their cars. Turns out that's largely just in the U.S. market because their best-selling vehicle in China, which is the world's largest auto market right now, is a car. And do you want to know what make it is? A Buick. It is really good answer but no it is not oh, it is actually a chevrolet and is electric microcar. car literally that want that right now four thousand two hundred dollars wow. why is that not available to me i don't know mary
1: barra is a nazi
0: <laughs> As, um, are we bolt?
2: just jumping right into the eugenics section <laughs> of the <podcast? laughs>
1: I want that car mm-hmm. so damn bad. Look how it's, perfect it like is. It's like
0: a reincarnated boxy K car Honda van from the 80s. Yeah, that's it's perfect. That GM now makes what's as it, an electric. What's it I, called? It's, uh, it's, uh, like I'll find out. or something. Uh, well, I mean, you see on the back, it's like a, it's a Wuling, which I think is a Chevy, it's Chevy Chinese Wuling, brand, yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: oh, the Wuling, uh, they make the L390. It's which called is called the Wuling Mini. I like that. Well, actually, interestingly enough, Wu Ling also makes a knockoff Mini called the L390, which uh, was so bad. It's probably
0: better than the Mini. It was
1: actually a bit shit, and it was so bad on crash test ratings that I think Wu Ling was, like, kicked out of, like, Korea or something. Because it was, like, that <laughs> unsafe.
0: Well, don't crash
1: that. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It just makes you a better driver. But also... Oh my
0: I want that. I want the segment That's in the cute. power I like. I want I love, this car. I love
2: that it's white, too, because it just enhances the whole toilet vibe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it that really looks does. like a toilet. It does.
1: I, I love that in every way. And actually, with the uh, separate with the floating roofline, it looks like a
0: toilet lid. Yeah. Yeah. I could <laughs> this, just is, the whole...
1: this is just a toilet of car. So the Chevy I,
0: Toilet is the best-selling <laughs> car that they sell in China. I love over that. Viewers. And
1: actually, you know what? Chevy could even, like, one-up Toyota, and Toyota abandoned the name Toilet. <laughs> for a toy-o-pet Let's and they could just do the toilet captive import Chevy toilet. Yeah, there you go, Chevy Perfect. toilet. Toilet, that'd be wonderful. Actually, the Toyota toilet captive imported as Toyota's name, it would be so meta, and nobody would get it. It'd be amazing.
0: It outsells <laughs> the next best American car 10 to 1. I love wow. that, which is the Model 3.
1: I love that so much. I love that there's that many Chevy
0: toilets. Mm -hmm. driving around and it's a brand new thing like this is i
1: really want a wooling mini like quite badly can i buy it on alibaba and And how much
0: does it cost i I don't know but you can buy a cheng chi
1: changli Changli namekia whatever yeah Yeah.
0: that just buy that it's a thousand dollars the nameka yeah
1: Yeah. because the nameka is actually better than the golf
2: cart where piccolo from dbz is from Uh,
1: yes planet Planet namek (laughs) yeah i think so uh, but no, that is the car that, uh, that Jalotnik imported from Alibaba.com. That's amazing. And they're like, this is actually better than a golf cart. Like, why do golf carts exist? And I was driving past um, Allianz Field. I noticed that their security car is actually a Ching Ling I was very excited. I think I texted Berger like, immediately. Yep, you did. <laughs> and like, then we <laughs>
0: talked about it like three days later on that podcast. <laughs> and there were no complaints.
1: No, there weren't. It's wonderful. It's great news. Um, so. I learned another thing from work the other day.
0: I am terrified.
1: You should be. Um, Did you know that at one point from Sears, you could purchase a rear-wheel drive manual boxer-powered two-door convertible?
0: I did not know that, but you used to be able to buy full houses out of the Sears catalog. Exactly. It's the same
1: era. You could find very cool things.
0: I know where that came
2: from. <laughs> he, he finds things. He did. It, it, congratulations. <laughs> he found a Sock. Wow. <laughs> Alright.
1: It well, is a clean sock. I hope. <laughs> um I was I hope you weren't pulling your pud and we just saw had to touch that. But look! There's a 2010
0: Sears Motor Buggy. You have to double tap it. You said pre- 2010. You said you Sorry,
1: it's a 1910.
2: You lose a tap.
0: <laughs> there we go. Three World it's War I. It's a
1: 1910 1. Sears motorbike. If it was a 2010 Sears, it'd still be in business today. I'm I would like, buy it.
0: Sears Roebuck, I believe, was in bankruptcy in 2010. Maybe not. <laughs> I have been
1: in bankruptcy for the last 50 years, probably. That but would probably that's, that's be why mild. it's
0: powered by Milwaukee Drill
2: batteries. But this is yeah,
1: no. M18. <laughs> that's why that's why the chassis is red. Um, but yeah, no, you can get it. So see, I wasn't wrong. It is a. Boxer. It is a convertible.
0: It is manual. And it is rear-wheel drive. Air-cooled, 107-cubic-inch twin-cylinder. That's actually a small well, engine. Yeah. It's a small
1: displacement boxer. It's Friction a great engine. Friction
0: drive. Don't know what that Friction means. Drive. But it, it is probably what It probably has a torque converter just no gears. No, I think it's just got a band clutch <laughs> yeah, and then a gear. <laughs> yeah, that would be about right. So there you go. Is that actually manual? a manual? Though? Yes, that's more like is. That's more like a Lenko. It's a manual. It's like a Lenko. Because you have to manually put it in reverse. There's no clutch pedal. I bet there is. No, Actually, no, there isn't. There's, there's is a lever.
1: A, yeah, there's a clutch lever. So it's a manual. Okay,
0: fine. <laughs> clutch, manual, fine.
1: Yeah, that's a clutch. And it's even got a rear window.
0: Barely.
1: <laughs> it's pretty cool. So, anyway, I... that sold for how much?
0: money twenty thousand dollars think American. of all oh. the
1: worst vehicles that you could drive for twenty thousand dollars you could buy a oh. kia seltos
0: for that what look that? at that engine oh my wow. god dude the fans are beautiful it's actually really cool like it's a cool car <laughs> wow that looks way more modern than 1910 yeah, yeah I, as
1: soon as i saw that i'm like that's actually really cool looking because what I'm like, the like, on
0: the left side here I believe a radiator
1: or a fuel tank. This, I don't know. This crap? I don't no, know what that, that. is. That,
0: I see like copper lines coming off of it, so maybe. It could be a radiator. Maybe it's oil. I uh, bet it's oil.
1: Oh, yeah, you're right. Maybe it could be. It's, it's probably total loss. Yeah, guess no, no, it's so probably it's your a total oil reservoir. Oh, that. yeah, of course it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah Other okay.
0: oiling systems were like 1930s, so gross. Okay. And, of course, it's got plumbing pipe exhaust, because all cars did. Chain Does that have twin mufflers?
2: Yeah. It has twin Whoa. chain drive also. Yeah, it's this is super pre-differential. cool. pre-differential. Yeah, it's <laughs> no, look super at, cool. Look at
0: the size of the bell housing on that freaking thing. I mean, the flywheel must be huge. Yeah. That thing's fucking rad. I told you.
1: You weren't excited. I and still excited. hate it with
0: all of my being, but the fact that it clearly is draining the oil into the exhaust, because <laughs> this little thing right here clearly has a tube out of the crankcase yep. into the exhaust. Beautiful. They're just betting on it being hot enough where it turns into smoke. Yeah, it's I great. It's wonderful. But it's those those fans are like again. Those look like they're from the fifties. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah, this is a really cool belt. So you just have oil so. pooling in your exhaust while it warms up, and then
0: eventually it'll get hot enough. You wonder where those like eBay kits came from, where you could put a fuel injector in a, and a spark plug in your exhaust. Sure. Yep. It's Fast and the Furious one. was born with this Sears nineteen ten convertible.
1: The Sears. The Sears motor 1910 series motorway and it was the first getaway car with a it smoke looks
2: screen. like it's positioned <laughs> under the vehicle yeah. so it's actually you, got a low center gravity if you blow the welds on your intake you will lose your floor pan
0: <laughs> quite literally yes <laughs> so this is amateurs a, don't race with v-twins <laughs> <They're> not, <laughs> not flat twin i guess
1: yeah. yeah flat twin um wow it's very cool mm. it is also quite possibly one of the least aerodynamic vehicles
0: I've yeah, that's just seen, it's got a scoop.
1: It, it literally has a giant trash bag of a roof that just slows you down. I mean, it,
2: it has to top out at 30 miles an hour. I and would it be shocked.
1: Tops. I don't know how fast this would go. However, I do know that I would buy this and I'd use it in the new London to new Brighton run. Because I can't afford to go to the London to Brighton run. So let's do the one and it's in Minnesota.
0: I think this is saying that this was the car that was used in the catalog.
1: Hmm. Very cool.
0: Which, I mean, they're all hand-drawn at that point, so like... <laughs> Some uh. man drew a picture of this vehicle. <laughs> he was looking at this car, though. <laughs> this is I the one he looked His at. eyeballs <laughs> translating the every line. This is very cool. I want to see the catalog so I can see the, the hand-drawn twin cylinder. I want to see engine. the
1: sales pitch on this car.
0: I don't want to see that. but
1: I, That sounds wonderful, no. the sales pitch.
0: Although, it would be... What was the, the parlance called back then? It was like international speaker, or something like that. I have no idea. It was like... There, there's an actual term for like the, the way that people talked in like propaganda videos for like military and sales. Hmm. And they, like there, there's sand behind bah, there. Yeah. Look at that. The, the great new aerodynamic shape of Dodge. You'll only find it here with Dodge. The <laughs> torque, flight push button automatic drive. If you
1: actually tell me what that is, I'll actually look into that and I'll start talking like that every day of my life for the rest of my life. There is a word
0: that. for it. I yes. refuse to look into it because I hate it. But you know, no. <laughs> well, no, I'm going to talk like this from now on for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, everyone please send help. <laughs> help Help me Well you know
1: who else needs help
0: Help, help. Oh, well, uh, <laughs> Thank you As I'm like traumatized <laughs> you throw me into my next topic So I, I want to talk about a, 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 Well it's an evolution of a Minnesota company Called Honeywell Incorporated Clearly you guys have all heard of Honeywell right
1: Yeah they got a kind of a ugly looking building In northeast Minneapolis
0: And another ugly looking building In Golden Valley they have a lot of
1: ugly-looking buildings.
0: Well, I mean, they weren't just known for ugly-looking buildings. They were, also no- they were also known for being the original manufacturers, mass producers, of gas-driven turbochargers. Hey! That Corvair. spun off into Garrett Turbo. Char- yes. Corvair! The Corvair had a Garrett Honeywell Turbo. Garrett Turbo. Hmm. Wow! <laughs> uh, I'm sorry for the stalling, but uh, my link didn't come through, so I'm pulling that up right now. So anyway... Uh, I That's how my, my next link is literally just the, the hyperlink. The 60s. <laughs> <laughs> to make sure it works. <laughs> they, they came out with this. They spun uh, Garrett off in the early 2000s as its own company, and they straddled it with a lot of like bad debt from Honeywell as kind of a strategic move because like, the economy was getting not great around that time for a few years. Um, but they never went bankrupt or anything like that. They kept making turbos. They're still like, my Fiat's got a Garrett turbo, like all the Ford stuff's got Garrett turbos. Um, what, what do you hear? I heard,
1: I heard an engine of sorts. At first I thought it was a train, but it was something else. No,
0: you'll hear the, the dull grumble. That's what I thought I heard, but it wasn't. <laughs> Like everyone from you know, BMW to Fiat to Domestics, like they, they all by and large they, they use KKK Turbo Louder, Garrett, or IHI or something like that. Well, but you Garrett supplies I'll a tell you huge that KKK number. Turbo
1: Louder is a terrible brand of them in the United States, so
0: yep, yeah, so you like should that. buy some Garretts. Garrett, so Garrett, god damn it, Garrett makes good turbos. Um, they finally, though, unfortunately. And I'm sure they're saying, due to COVID, actually filing for bankruptcy. Um, oh, wow. But what this actually means is Chapter 11, not Chapter 7. Oh, so, so they're
1: just going to shed. They're, they're going to take... shed
0: the debt, right. reorganize, and keep making turbos. Yeah, so this will be better. There's
1: no way that they're going to get Chapter 7 when turbochargers are the only way to make a internal combustion
0: engine feasible these days. Correct. Yeah, everything sold is turbocharged. It has That's, to be. Yeah, gas. It literally has to be, yeah. So uh, this is actually great news because it means that they'll just restructure, keep making turbos, and ideally the product will cost less and they'll have more money for R&D because they're not straddled with this huge debt payment. That sounds wonderful. I mean, I like Honeywell as a company, but that was kind of a dick move to Garrett.
1: (laughs) I actually can see the business standpoint with Honeywell because about how long ago they did that? Like the About 16 years ago. About 16 years ago. So that's like when the writing was on the wall that you're going to have to do turbochargers. Yep. So it makes sense pre recession to spin off that company, take all your bad debt, put it on that company. That is probably going to be the most successful spin off that you could ever possibly have mm-hmm. at the best time for it to be a spin off company.
0: Yeah, this is a so blessing th- in th- disguise. I <laughs> don't
1: think that that was a dick move on Honeywell. I think that that was a really good survival tactic on Honeywell. Now, if Honeywell well, it was both. <laughs> I think if Honeywell did a, yeah. a dick move by Honeywell would be more like make a manual transmission company. And then straddle them with bad debt, like doing something like yeah, that.
0: That's true. It wouldn't surprise me if they came if they like pioneered one of the major like Muncie or something like that. Yeah, transmission companies. They might have. I like, very... but
1: but I mean, like that's the thing. Like, if they took like if they spun off like something like Muncie, where it's like they're only known for manuals, right? And then giving them a shitload of bad debt, mm-hmm. that would be a dick move. Yep. But giving it to to a company that is. Likely going to grow, lar- be the largest growing part of their company, and spin that off separately for bad debt is a very, very good survival te- tactic. Do we,
2: do we know when Garrett started getting contracts with OEMs? Nineteen uh, sixty-four. Well, I suppose when <laughs> they were still a division of Honeywell. I was gonna
0: say, like the Turbo Rocket Fire Olds used the Garrett Turbo, sure. like all this I, other. They stuff. had a used to Garrett. Sure. Yeah. So, so it's the but there 60s. was
2: there was kind of a. A lull, I guess until like the 80s when Chrysler started turboing everything. Yeah. What did they use?
0: Chrysler used his whole set, which whole is set. a common I mean, sub-brand.
1: Um, Porsche, they used Garrett, yep. right? Yep. Porsche used uh, Garrett.
0: No, sorry, they used KKKs. So they used KKK. Some um, Audi.
1: I know Subaru's always used the IHI.
0: I feel like Mercedes used Garrett?
1: They might have.
0: I know IHI was Subaru. I, my turbo diesel had a Garrett.
1: Mitsubishi was in-house. Mm-hmm. Ripped off of an IHI, because that's how Mitsubishi <laughs> works. Yep. So not. They're,
0: they're, it's it, different, you see.
1: Well, Mitsubishi's. Titani- but it isn't. <clears throat> Technically speaking, Mitsubishi is just a Chinese company from ten years ago. They're just ripping it off from, like things that just already exist. I, so I love. Saying
2: I love how Chrysler's like playful shadiness rubbed off on Mitsubishi. I know so yeah. much. No, it, it didn't
1: even rub <laughs> off. Is like they were turf. They were like perfect like bed partners because yeah. Mitsubishi like even like all my like pre-war knowledge I have about Mitsubishi because like, you know, like when I was writing for like when I've been writing for Japanese nostalgia car I do a lot of their like I do a lot of research on pre-war stuff because I think it's like super interesting pre-war in Japan and Mitsubishi was like super duper sketchy even back then they've <laughs> always been sketchy as hell and like the the Japanese Zero like had really sketchy problems that were totally just Mitsubishi build quality problems Yeah, and it's just like they just paid people off like the dude that like ran Mitsubishi like, they say he was a samurai. I think he was Yakuza, because he's more like, like, like shady gangster like, <laughs> than he is like honorable samurai. So you're
0: saying in 10 years we'll have a super mirage? Probably. Mm. And it'll I don't be know very... if in
2: 10 years the U.S. market will have Mitsubishi.
0: <laughs> Doesn't no, matter it, about the U.S. market. Actually, uh, and it won't be Mitsubishi. It'll be the Chinese manufacturers making sure. the super mirage.
1: If I'm not mistaken, I think su- Mitsubishi...
0: So the super mirage already exists? I, well, it does do. as the Mirage, but like Chinese will find a way to make it cheaper and then sure. undercut Mitsubishi. There is it, a all-wheel is drive
1: impressive. 1.6 liter Mirage that you can get. It's You buy a normal Mirage, you take it to Finland, they fit it with all the stuff for rally racing. Okay. And I love the Mirage. It's our favorite car here. It is. It's I, been car of the one. year.
0: Every well, year. I, it was tied in 2019 with two other cars, the Mark 5 Supra and the G70 manual. It
1: was also rated the best existing Mitsubishi Mirage.
0: Yep. Yeah, I mean, Mitsubishi currently holds the two worst-selling consumer vehicles in the United States, but neither of them is the Mirage.
1: Yes, the Mirage is literally their saving grace, and I'm so thrilled by that, because the Mirage is fucking awesome. I love
2: it. They're the hilarious. Mirage. I test drove one. They're really fun. Yeah. Like, they're cool, I drove They're super fun. Yeah,
1: yeah, like, I honestly, realistically... It is very hard for me to not want a Mirage, but my thing is I wish I get every single option with a manual transmission. Yeah. To get a Mirage,
0: you can do that, can't you?
1: Yeah, you can. But I mean, like, it's just now to get it in the color I want. I have to get a used one.
0: It's like buying a Kazashi, trying to find that four cylinder with like the limited trim, but front wheel drive and manual. Yeah. That's super hard to find. It's
1: very very difficult. And Also, a <laughs> Kazashi is another very problematic car because I really want
0: that. I recommend. I did. I never look at what group I'm commenting in because I'm just retarded. But like in <laughs> MNCEC, somebody had asked like, "What's the best all wheel drive?" car you can buy from five, really? $5 to seven thousand dollars i'm like suzuki kizashi period and like it got more likes than are... anything else in that are... Comment thread are those seven thousand dollars the all-wheel drive ones absolutely oh the yeah the V6 ones
2: those are even available in all-wheel drive i assume they were just oh, most, of are, yeah, wow. most of them most are most are all-wheel drive yeah. that's really cool
0: but like the the really high trim four-cylinder manual are all front-wheel drive or i would no. actually no you could get the manual with the four-cylinder and all-wheel drive yeah, you can. Yeah, I know. And that's the rare one, but
1: <laughs> I um, I would say the Mitsubishi, uh, or sorry, the Suzuki Kazashi is the best looking car, of the, like, second boys or recessionary. They're very
0: handsome. It They're is really, that really, car really will can, it will look. age exactly as it was introduced. Like that think, car just won't change. In no, perception. and I
1: think I think it looks beautiful <clears throat> now, and it really took the um, the oh shit moment of. We suddenly have pedestrian safety standards that are being forced upon us, like, right now. It was also and the they first made it
0: first and only car to pull off those fake exhaust tips. Yeah, it looks so good. Yeah. Like, I think it's it predated the, the Lexus LS, which I is did. the first production uh, car to, like, really use them. It <laughs> looks so good. I love the. Ca- I remember the Super Bowl ad for the Kazashi. I'm like...
1: I love that. It's one of those things, like, Japan, like, they can... That's a very Japanese
0: shape that's very good.
1: and But at the same time... They're very good. Japan can also have a very, quote-unquote, Japanese shape that's also very bad. Yes. And with that, I've got great news. Okay, is that
0: the <laughs> Dacia Sandero? No,
1: there is a new Mitsuoka, and it's called the Buddy.
0: And what form factor is the Buddy?
1: I know it's a skateboard. Don't, no. Wow, skateboard. Because <laughs> they have, like, a photo of it.
0: I see, like, a corner of what I think the Buddy might be. that—that That is it. Can you put it on the screen? Yeah, I am. Oh, yeah, sorry. I'm yeah, on, on Land yeah. Party. Oh, sorry. There you go. Uh, Oh, we see part of the hood. Perfect. Oh. I'm excited. Oh, there's the headlights
1: on. Oh, and there's a countdown. Oh, shit. A month and two days and 19 hours, 12 minutes and 35 seconds right now.
2: You know, having having driven here in a Mustang two that looks a lot like a Mustang two hood for some reason. <laughs> maybe they're making they
1: them, had a lot of leftover hoods. Maybe they're <laughs> the making a Mustang two out of like an existing like Tesla Model three or something. That would
0: be
2: hilarious.
1: But uh, Mitsuoka, they're kings of making cars that look horrific, like just truly awful. Just <laughs> you can't you can't enjoy it. Like even the names are often terrible. Like the Mitsuoka Vute. <laughs> It is like a postmodern front end gaffed onto a Nissan Versa. That's um, excellent. They also made the uh, the Mitsuoka Arishi, which was Japan's second V six hmm. supercar hmm. that was put into production, and that used a uh, Toyota three three V six and automatic transmission, and it kind of looked like a squid. Really? Yeah. Um, then actually, they've made some cool cars uh, as well because they actually made. Uh, one that the drift community has just discovered called the Mitsuoka Leslade and the Leslade is like a Zephyr Golden Spirit like those 1980s postmodern cars based off Mustangs. Yep. But they based it off of an S13.
2: That's really cool.
1: So like it's an automatic SR20, but you can easily manually swap manual swap them and now S chassis cars have gotten so expensive that actually the Mitsuoka say is cheaper than most of them. They've wow. got a longer wheelbase, and now they're actually a better drift car because of the longer wheelbase, and they still have hmm. like the double wishbone front suspension and
0: everything. What did we pick? I know we've covered it's probably months ago now, but like the best replacement drift car chassis to replace like the S chassis cars, which are just getting ridiculously expensive. I, did we pick Beer Z? I
1: think so. No, because the Beer has terrible <laughs> suspension. Yeah. You, I don't think you can. You have to go back. So I can't remember. Because I, I don't think you can. Okay. Even if can. you
0: guys just listen to that. episode, Please just tell us in the Facebook comments what we're missing. Cause I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. That was a few months ago. I'd have to look through the, the podcast notes, but we hmm. definitely had some decent recommendations. That's at the time. interesting
2: though. Cause like the part of the appeal with the S chassis cars is they're like unnaturally long wheelbase given their overall length. In the Mitsubishi
1: yeah. Lusayde adds like two feet to it. That's ridiculous. It's <laughs> insane. It's designed to look like it's got an inline eight. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure you could probably fit an in line eight in what that, was the so.
0: GM or the? Sorry, no, not even necessarily GM, but the the car we were talking about earlier, the the, uh, the C body, the C body. Oh, isn't that <laughs> rear wheel drive with an unnaturally long wheelbase? Yes, yes,
2: but it's also like 5,000 pounds and two feet off the ground. Perfect. <laughs> that's
0: the new drift car. Oh God, no. C body.
2: <laughs> it's it's been done with know, enough God. with enough power and enough steering angle you can get anything done yeah, that's true
0: <laughs> but i uh, do like the camerica uh cadillac whatever that thing is
2: i i'm not gonna lie the mitsuoka buddy
1: great name by the way i like mm. the name buddy they've gotten better it's better than butte
0: or scepter or orishi which is actually kind of cool or one. g-spot or whatever that car was called Oh god they had some really bad names actually yeah
1: mitsuoka just their normal
0: names are just bad like they're really <laughs> bad was it the areshi that like super weird looking coupe thing
1: yeah that was that uh, mid-engine supercar using yeah. a, a literally a sienna drivetrain <laughs> it looks like a 2g rfe yeah. no it was a 333 no? it, three, three. Three.
0: Three, three. Yeah. it was a 3mz it's a, like, sludge, yeah. like a wow. sludge master yeah
2: it was oh they they don't care
0: the one MZs are sludgy motors, but yeah, they keep running. They'll just be full of sludge, and that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little oil that gets through the sludge; it's
1: fine. I'm just gonna, yeah. I'm a, I'm just going to, to show you some uh, Mitsuoka names, and so you can be really happy about how much better this name is than their uh, standard nomenclature. I'm, I'm just excited
0: about the Guangchi Chumchi.
1: The Guangchi Chumchi. I wonder if this will be just like a Guangchi Chumchi that's just got a very cool body on it. And from what we can tell from that one photo. The Chumchu is a nice looking car. From that one photo that they had where you could barely see any of it, it looks kind of cool almost.
0: I mean, I just like to think that they have. It's like the parts bin thing from Ford. Like they just, like they all have one <laughs> common, like stolen platform that they just kind of eh, fudge a little <laughs> bit. It's like MEB, but like it's like CSP, like China stolen platform. <laughs> so
1: these are the names of Mitsuokas just going down the list at Guna Exchange. The Dore. The, the gal-
0: Explore?
2: Yeah. The Galoo. Galoo? Is the Galoo a Ute? It better uh, be. It is not. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: the Lysade, the like the Himiko, um, the Arishi, um, the Vute. They've got the just
0: all their These are inspired names. <laughs> I, want, I want the names. Vute
2: to be like an illegally imported Saturn View converted <laughs> into a Ute. Oh, yeah. So it's a Vute.
0: I'm fine with that. We're all Especially about the if it's low like brain,
2: a... just mashing two words together.
0: <laughs> as long as it's the version that has the Honda V6. Because yes. that, like the yeah. base one, had like that weird Opel engine or something like that. It was, a, it was a uh, yeah.
2: Euro partsman engine. They're a really weird model. Yeah, in I general.
0: It, I think it took the uh, the Saturn L300 V6, which yeah. was the Euro motor. So I've,
1: I've got some more wonderful names: the Nurura,
0: the Ryoga, the Ryugi. Mm. The so Yuga in Mitsuoka the just goes into bathrooms with microphones and <laughs> just, just the copies the make. noises into phonetic <laughs> names, and yes. that is the names of their car. Exactly. That's <laughs> <they> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 that That's the butte, by the way. Oh, I love it.
0: <laughs> that is
1: the butte.
0: That is like the old Jaguar XK. What, <laughs> or, uh, no, the, the, what do they call it?
1: Uh, type 2. Type a 2. Series, yeah, two. Yeah, 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 series it's, 2. It's a Jaguar Series 2. Based off of a like,
0: I saw a red one of those on the way down Ursa. here,
1: so you did see something. Did I did, I forgot something. about
0: it, but yes, I'm like, ew, man, they're so bouncy. <laughs> you like, could, they're designed for no roads.
1: Well, if it makes you feel any better, most Mitsuoka buttes are like fourteen thousand so dollars. You can get one that's a little clapped out for about five.
0: Perfect, that's pretty cool. so, how long ago did they start making those?
1: Uh, early 2000s,
0: oh, so I can't import one yet.
1: Not yet, I but, could
0: have my avon time before 1998. I can import that. Oh. Yeah,
1: and they made it Ooh. until 2018.
0: Wow. Very fun. You could get
2: it in pink. I, I don't I lo- care about that as much. Love that mashup of like vintage front end styling with all the safety requirements that require you to have giant A pillars and
0: like high Hi, door sills. Nice. perfect and- <laughs> because we had the Hyundai XG300L. Yeah. What is that? That's a X- thing that looks like a really shitty knockoff of the Mercedes oh, E Class or S Type. Yes. Yeah. 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 I'll show Got you The people XG XG that own those, they sure the, loved them. The Kia Amante. Oh, yeah. It, it, it is
2: actually the same Hyundai thing. version yep. of
0: a Kia Amante. Yep.
2: Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yep. Same Same car. There you go. I love that. Interestingly enough, one of the first cars that have LED turn signals.
2: That's wow. yep. weird. Pioneers. There you go. <laughs> We're gonna Mercedes steal... beat him on the brake lights,
0: but.
2: <laughs> okay. What was
1: the older one? I think it was the XG300. Shit. This is just showing me the newer one. Oh, well. Wow. They had one that was really just tragic looking. From the early,
0: oh yeah, or they the uh, really bad.
2: Really respect the the glow up of Kia Hyundai though. Oh, <gasps> Actually, they've yeah. come so far. <laughs> well,
0: true. all they did was poach people that know how to design <laughs> yes. shit. Yes, that's <laughs> what you have to do. It's I like can. they figured out drive trains a long time ago, to be honest, but they didn't figure out suspension a lot of or of styling. Mitsubishi drive well, yeah, that's really awesome it. Too. So
1: they figure out Mitsubishi drivetrains, which them. are actually yes. just like 1980s. So they don't burn oil? <laughs> yeah, they're just like 1980s <laughs> Toyotas, basically, at this yeah. point. Because it's basically
0: just, just hammy downs of hammy downs That just made, like, a better service manual for it. I, yeah. guess, I swear. I think it's probably the People. same engine. But, like, yeah, just change the oil more often with better oil. Like, oh, okay. Oh. That actually solved the problem. Thank Weird. you. Yeah, it we works put now. two more bolts in the mains so the crank doesn't <laughs> walk. And there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um...
1: But, yes, yeah, so it, it, uh, Hyundai has had a glow up. However, I do want to note that a terrible-looking car was recently imported to America because I saw it somebody in Radwood had a Subaru Impreza Casablanca.
0: What the hell is I'm that? I'm going to have to Google that. Oh, boy. Oh,
1: wow. <laughs> oh, this thing is a Nut. foot of a car. <laughs>
0: Well, all Subarus are.
2: Oh, no, oh, no. Yeah, they're like friendly-looking feet. <laughs> oh, I, we were just what? talking about This the... is exactly what I mean. Oh, my <laughs> God. It
1: is a foot of a car. They made this? <laughs> this is a this is an actual Subaru. This no. is a
0: real-life Subaru. Oh,
1: my goodness.
0: <laughs> that is just an, an early Impreza wagon that somebody yes! stapled a Zimmer body kit onto. And Subaru was that person.
2: It's not even <laughs> like the the front fenders of this it's just the front clip.
1: it literally
2: is
0: oh no there's the, they did the back too. let me show you <laughs> oh, they did the oh, they did
1: the whole no. car I did there's a whole back I did a whole write up on this car for Japanese nostalgia car at one there's point a, There's a sedan too. yeah, oh, you can get oh, in sedans wagons, God. you can even get the coupe, so those are just that's
2: just taillights.
1: <laughs> Tail lights and a bumper. You know, I bet you <laughs> the
0: Casablanca front and rear ends are probably worth a fortune on these cars. Yeah. Probably, <laughs> but anyway, somebody <laughs> Where actually was imp- sold Japan, Japan
1: only. Oh but somebody God. imported one because the second it turned 25 years, somebody imported one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just because you can doesn't mean you
1: should. Also, we should note that they've also got bespoke wheels. I've well. I seen to mm. that.
0: Yeah, I had to use the term. They, bespoke. Ha- they have unique wheels. We'll put it that yeah. way. I had to use the term bespoke. For yeah, bespoke. <laughs> yeah, the front end you can use the word bespoke <laughs> on. Bespoke. I'm not gonna
1: lie. Some- sometimes when I'm writing articles, when there's like something that's just like really funky in a car, like doesn't work, I'll throw in the word <laughs> bespoke. bespoke just so my editor can change it. And It makes me laugh. <laughs> just like yeah, it's a yeah, it's a bespoke like carburetor clean or air cleaner it's just like awful looking looks like a foot anyway eric what's your uh what's your last note that you want to put in here
0: Uh. (laughs) sorry i'm still recovering from bespoke (laughs) so okay all right uh, back into actual news that isn't this goddamn Casablanca abomination. Uh, another EV thing. Uh, Tesla finally had their event, which they, for some godforsaken reason, called Battery Day. I'm like,
1: Is this when they throw their old batteries into the ocean? <laughs> yeah, Cl- <laughs> this was
0: Clippy actually replaced Elon Musk in this this particular event, and he was trying to help you throw your old batteries into the ocean. Gosh, <laughs> Announcing just, uh, their plan to throw the old Model S batteries into the ocean, yes.
1: Did they have like everybody build like homemade siege equipment and like see how far you could heave your Tesla battery <laughs> into the ocean? Yeah, so they announced a new
0: carbon fiber trebuchet. It's really lovely. <laughs> no, that didn't happen. So Battery Day was really a vehicle announcement day where they finally came and put pen to paper with the new Model S revision, which has been the Series 3. People know what's happening, yeah, for like the last year. They've just been waiting for the pre-orders to open up, but basically what it is, it's a triple motor, so the new Tesla Roadster drivetrain gets oh, cool. shoved right. into the S. Very cool. Um, along with some new battery chemistry and layout. Hmm. So this new motor combination brings the car over, like I think it's almost 2,000 horsepower now. Zero so sixty it, is sub it, it, two seconds. The quarter mile is now 9.5. I love that.
1: So it's they've effectively made, mm. what was the one that top gear that Richard Hammond ruined? Probably the
0: original Roadster. No,
1: no, no. That was that, the Romanian one. What was that called? The
0: the Remace. Oh, the Remace, yeah. Yeah.
1: Thank you. Sounded in here, Corey. Yeah,
0: except uh, Tesla has like kept on having people employed. So they've just been (laughs) like making this into a sedan you can buy. Perfect. Uh, But it, it conveniently came like a week after lucid finally announced their vehicle with the specifications and everything that they're just like we've, we've we're like we're better than our competition in this this and this and tesla's just like yeah here's a new car <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like it makes a new column and shifts the entire graph down on like everything they've done except for i think uh, motor power density uh, Lucid really kicks the shit out of them with that because their motor is one of the through shaft ones where the differential is actually built oh, cool. into the motor and the yeah. left axle goes through the rotor. Okay. Which is genius. Um, Tesla still uses a differential and a gear reduction.
1: Yeah, so it's so, actually, you have drive horn loss Yep.
0: Area. Yeah. Well, that too, but I mean, just the density of the motor, you can pack so much power and the cooling's easier too. Okay. It's all just, mm-hmm. it's very radial that way. Um, so really, I want to give props to Lucid on their motor. That thing's awesome. But you can't ignore the freaking power and just the muckness of this thing oh it's hilarious that's just a big yeah but i think that's like the guy that drops trow in the middle of a fight yeah yeah a well-endowed man that drops trow. yeah just
1: whips his penis out in the middle of a fist fight you
0: see a disargument <laughs> among two other people and you just drop trow to make them not remember what <laughs> they're <were> fighting <laughs> to, about. To, to assert your dominance you drop your pants i have never seen that happen but i think it would be very effective <laughs> Just do that in the presidential debate. I have have not seen full
1: nudity, but I have seen seen, scenes. I've watched somebody get into a fight and push somebody outside of a Dollar General and then drop their pants on the ground.
0: Wow, it's middle school all over again.
1: I did see that once, and it was two grown-ass adults that were fighting. So, yeah.
0: So, the next innovation was... Georgia. Batteries, which is really what gives you the performance. Because the... The limiting factor is in the motor. Like, the motors in my car can all 1,000 horsepower that's, how that's not a problem.
1: That's get so fast. Yep. Those so you, you upgrade the inverter,
0: which yep. is huge, and then the battery chemistry itself. So if it can't dump current fast enough, you can't get performance. And historically, yeah. Tesla's been using, in the Model S and X, and the original Roadster, they're using eighteen six fifty. So yeah. vape batteries. In the Model 3 and the Y, they're using uh, 17300. I don't even remember. It doesn't matter. But they're using a wider thicker cell that they can get a hmm. little more density out of okay. and like that's why those cars can charge faster it's just that chemistry and the form factor it's able to dump a little more current the new model s is keeping with i mean it's going to look very similar to my car still but they're replacing all of the like solder on end caps of the batteries mm-hmm. with and this i guess is speculation from another channel i looked at but uh, something called skeppage which is just solder directly onto the wrap inside of the battery so these are just like rolled up aluminum with some some crap in between them and Mm -hmm. copper so what they do is they get rid of that one lead in the top and the entire surface area of this this the side so you have way less
1: you you have way less uh, resistance exactly and it
0: it, you know the resistance drop is what cuts the heat way down too yeah so you can pull like 10 times the current from a battery at the same amount of heat load yeah, and it also drops the actual form factor of the battery pack down a little bit, so you can fit more density in that way.
1: Okay, cool. That's actually really right. cool. So
0: from 18650, they're actually they're staying 18 millimeter in diameter, but they're coming up to like 750 millimeter of height. And the thing I'm thinking of, like the scuppage technically requires soldering directly on. So like if you're doing parallel series pairs, that's not going to be a very serviceable pack. Like if you have one cell fail, you can't just like. Desolder the entire top plate on that and yeah. replace one cell. I feel like right. you're kind of up a creek with a whole pack. Hmm. So I'll be curious on that if that's actually what they end up doing. But like they're they're claiming it's a 50 percent improvement in uh, battery I wonder, density.
1: I wonder if when they do that, they'll just do like smaller packs. So it instead of instead will. of replacing like one battery like you yeah. can today, like you'll just replace like six at a time. I think like we'll, four yeah. at a time. And then you instead of having to replace your whole freaking floor plant pan, you can just replace like a whole
0: section of it. I mean right now that they're four and sense. a half kilowatt hour. Blocks. There's 12 of them in my car, 14 of the bigger ones. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I mean, you can't just have them all parallel because you'd have, like, 3.8 volts in your car and you need 400. So, yeah, I think... Like you're saying, they'll probably have more blocks of just yeah. like, staggered. Back Which from.
1: I'm actually cool with because then just buying one of those blocks, yep. That's it's not gonna be deal. lower. It's gonna be smaller. I might be able to fit it into, and say, an IMIF with a Mitsuoka like. Way better for end. swaps. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's actually what I'm excited about because yes. i just at the at end of the day, I don't want a Tesla anything. No, I want Tesla technology in dumb cars. Yeah, like I want to make, I want to make it Mitsuoka like that shits on emotes. can we just be
0: happy that there's competition so these companies yeah. have to dick measure yeah i love that because that just that's makes wonderful. it better for every future swap yeah, that we that's want to great
1: do. i just whoever can win this dick measuring contest i'm thrilled <clears> with
0: and then the hippie stats 50 percent more energy density and 68 carbon reduction
1: don't care
2: carbon reduction in terms of production yep. or in terms of production okay. don't
0: care yep so there you go that's it
1: that's very cool i don't care about the hippie things but I'm very excited. That's for why that. I gave it like three Ooh. seconds right at the end. You would be very cool, actually. What? Is you could do a hybrid setup where you could have a Ford flathead, and that could be your battery
0: pack, and then you could have some sort of whatever. You, you want. could get flathead noises and speed at the same time. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> oh. I love that. I want like flying diagonal colors behind me as I go. Oh.
1: <laughs> well, now I know what I'm going to do when I find a Fisker Karma had a GM engine explode in it. I'm going to put in a Ford engine.
0: <laughs> hopefully it's an early one with leather bearings
1: this is a leather bearing visker karma oh that would be wonderful <laughs> I'm so excited about visker <laughs> karma <laughs> I just really <laughs> want to see it. I want like a cheap visker karma I know they don't exist but I just want one to exist before just I like bought my car
0: I looked into it and they were more than my car I know they're very irritating which is uh, absurd. It's dumb, that's the worst car. <laughs> that's the worst car i I know, measure.
1: I want the Fisker Karma to be so much cheaper. I know.
0: But the thing is, everyone kind of secretly loves the Fisker Karma. I know, yeah. it's really
1: annoying! Like And Henrik shit. Fisker,
0: that's a really good-looking car. But it's also I know, it, the size of an mmr Yeah. No, seriously.
1: The, that is the, the only fi- the saving Fisker, grace, though. The Fisker Karma yeah. is, like, that is the Packard to Tesla's Duesenberg. <laughs> Where it is like... <laughs> God damn it!
0: There we go.
1: <laughs> like, this, the, moving stuffy, too far away. <laughs> the stuffy hippie owns the uh, the Fisker Karma. It's a really cool car, but the cool guy owns the Tesla.
0: In so. 20 years, the Fisker Karma will be a cool thing to see at a show, and my car will be yes. in a scrap heap.
1: Yes, yep. exactly. So actually, they're going to switch around, because Te- Duesenbergs are cooler than Packards. If you have a Packard, you're just a poor person that can't afford a Duesenberg.
2: Hot hot take. Hot take You're gonna piss off a lot of dead people. Yeah, I'm piss <laughs> off a
1: bunch of dead people. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of graves are being turned right now. <laughs> That's my hot take at the end of the episode is that the Packer's
2: just a shitty Duzenberg. Anyway, thanks wow. for listening.
0: We'll see you guys next week.